Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. It's, um, it is this week, whatever the date is, and it is today, and here we are. Um, but it's Wednesday, the late. 14th of October, and you must be a little bit tired because you've been to Thailand for the last three or four days. Yeah, I went to Thailand, it's on the lash. Go over uh, a year, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Just over a year, and you come back and you're, you're all supple, your skin's yep. beautiful, um, there's, a, yep. there's a hint of oil about you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I've been um, enamoured to win within an inch of my life. Um, but the reality is uh, Tommy's had some work on, so that's why we're late. It's a long way to go, mate, for a colonic irrigation. You can I've get a DIY pack to do it in your house. I've been thinking about those, actually. Really? Yeah. And? I think, I, well, I did Google it a while ago, like, can you get it done in Bath? I don't think you can, but I I think they're they're a good idea. That's what I think. Hmm. I think they're a flipping good idea and I want to do some. Would you have someone take a photo of you doing that, like your elbows or your injections? No, <laughs> no. What, you wouldn't I, say, can you just take a photo of me having this, please? I would probably, I'd give the film crew the day off that day. Oh, they'd have to get, yeah. they'd have to get a crane and a winch, mate, to get your legs up. <laughs> <laughs> like elephant stirrups. Delivered. <laughs> like, <laughs> Delivering an elephant calf. <laughs> Put a long glove on, you know, all the way up to your elbow. <laughs> well, well, here I she comes, here she comes. Whoa. I did ask a friend where she got hers done, and then she said, I don't think they do yours. You might have to go to Clifton Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> or Longley. <laughs> yeah, go, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You may I have feel a lot better after it. Yeah, you are. You meant to have. I think. I think you meant to have a series of them and whatever. And it's just. It's good for you. Good for yeah. you to get some old. Basically, I think of it as like lots of old food. But I don't know if that's accurate or not. Probably We've all got a lot of old food in us. Yeah, like McDonald's because you could 
you could buy a burger from McDonald's and leave it like in your car in the boot for a year, and you'd open it and it'd be exactly the same. It'd be cold, but it would taste the same. Yeah, but wouldn't, well, you could put it in the microwave, mate. A couple of minutes, yeah. Yeah. and it probably wouldn't taste that bad. You know, even the yeah. lettuce wouldn't have turned brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's probably, probably find a few chicken nuggets up there, wouldn't they? Well, uh, not really. I don't eat. I don't eat chicken nuggets. Quarter pounders of cheese, Big Macs. I find a few of those up there. But I remember, I remember a few of the lads at Bath had it done years ago, and I was playing. And I remember they said to Zach Vianati, "Your body doesn't like you're eating. Your body doesn't like bread. Your body doesn't like these carbohydrates. So just mm. try and reduce them." And he's like, "Well, you know, it's almost like they're not nutritionists. Why would I listen to them?" But he tried it, and his body did really change. I'm not doing it for that reason, but. I remember they told Andy Beattie to eat fewer eggs. How, how many eggs do you eat? And he's like, well, between six and 12 a day. He's like, yeah, that's too many. Oh <laughs> that is too many, Chief. Um, Who is he? Steve he doesn't McQueen? Talk, and, he, and he doesn't talk like that. And it probably wasn't 12, but he doesn't talk like that. He talks normally. Okay, so um, you know you say you don't eat chicken nuggets. Mm. So if you're driving and you've gone through a drive through McDonald's on the way home from one year to Channel 5 live games. Yeah. What do you eat in the car then if you're going to McDonald's? Well, I have, a, I have a Big Mac meal and just take just take the mess in my stride. Just down your front, yeah? Well, no, I, I eat off to the side over the centre console and there's quite a little... The, 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 like the giveaway is often, you know, all the litter might have been got, gotten rid of from my car so no one could tell. But if you look down the side of my seat on the inside, you'll see little bits of lettuce. Yeah, I get you. Giveaway. Gherkins. Giveaway. Just take the gherkins out. No, I eat those. Oh, I got told, you might have said this, I got told that you have to have, they have to have gherkins in their burgers, in their Big Mac, otherwise it qualifies as a dessert. So high is the sugar salt content. What I will say to you though, mate, is if you get a box of 20 nuggets, it's really easy to eat on the way home in your car or on the way to somewhere. You don't have to be going home. Um, but again, they fit in the centre console. You can open your sauces prior to pulling off and you can just dip, dunk, and mm. you can put them in, in one. Don't have to have two bites. Yeah. Saves the yeah. mess. Yeah, um, you're right. I chicken, mean, high in protein. Yeah, you're right. They're good I for mean, you. Pe- people are going to say they're made out of like cat's eyeballs or something, but they're, 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 that's fine by me. And they're chicken. Anyway, yeah. they're chicken, aren't they? They're, well, chicken. they're chicken. I think they're it's chicken. pink. It's pink until they dye it white. It's chicken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, chicken. it's chicken. Good for you. I think I think they might be the best thing to eat there. Not that there's anything good there, but I think they're the lowest in calories. Mm. All carrot sticks, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, all right. Of the of the main meals, it's all carrot sticks. When was the last time you had a um, apple pie from there? Oh, I often have those. I often. Oh, have do those you? In. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember treats. the last time I had one. No, I do them. I I very rarely have one without. It's my little treat at the end. Because mm. I deserve it. Yep. Um, um, no, I do that. I, what have you been up to? Oh, God. Oh, God. Since we last spoke, we've been up to... I went down to Devon, actually. Um, I went to see the ribeye boat, massive. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Last Tuesday. Yeah, so how I was it? Went out, went out cruising on one of their new boats. Yeah, Did a bit really of nice social actually. media for him? Yeah, really nice. I uh, saw you get a bag um, at the end. Like, you had a big carrier bag with goods yeah, in Yeah, nice. Like, T-shirt, hoodie. Nice. Sunglasses, like pink ribeye sunglasses for the kids. Um, which Do they fit to the hoodie and t-shirt fit or jumper fit? Um, reasonably fitted. Oh, good. good. Um, I'll give you that. Um, and little uh, chocolates. Mm. 
the chocolates. Um, that was very nice. And then um, what else? I had a couple of beers with a couple of mates last week. Um, I don't want to name drop because you'll just be a, you'll be a knob about it. I won't. All right. So I had beers with uh, Richard Burton, the chef. Never heard of him. Exactly, and Francois Lowe, the flanker. That's not that's not rhyming slang. Um, because Francois's got a like a pub at his house, basically like a little his vault is uh, well, no, not a vault, like a room in his house. It's turned into a really cool little bar place. So yeah, we had a few beers oh, there. I which thought, was I thought you were going to go big then. I thought it was going to be like ah, uh, Paddy McGinnis. No, but if I said oh, I was with Francois, you oh, would have would have bath bath. No, bath. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I went, went to a new restaurant in Bath on Friday night called The Elder, which was very nice, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoyed that. And then went to the semi-finals at the weekend down at Exeter. What semi-finals? Plural. Went down to X, didn't I? Mm. And, and we'll talk about that, boy. We will talk about that. Yeah, you'll have to. Um, I've seen the, the highlights, but I, you know what I'm like now. I'm pro 14 through and through. Cut me. I 14 clubs come out of me, slash 12, maybe 16 yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, but I read a lot about them. Looked amazing. Really good weekend. And also we got to preview the Heineken Champions Cup this weekend as well. And the Challenge Cup. Mm, yeah. So plenty plenty of rugby to talk about um, coming up. But What have you been up to, boy? Nothing. Are you in lockdown again? Locky D. Locky mate, what's D. going on, mate? What's going on? <sighs> Just don't know, mate. Come Just can't on. put my finger on it. You know, Come it's... Come on. We're separate, you see. We're separate to um, to England, obviously here in Wales. So we ha- we have our own rules, um, and you can't do really do anything, mate. You can go to work, but there's not a lot of work on at the moment because there's no events really going on. We're streaming a bit, um, a few events booked in, hiring Studio G in Janeiro, or we've done a a couple in various hotel locations for people. But that's it, mate. You know, I'm, I cannot wait for the first event I go to, whether it be like a testimonial dinner, whether it be a charity dinner, because charities must be getting absolutely hammered at the moment. Yeah. You know, they can't raise any money. I just can't wait to sit down at a table with mates and just have a drink and think, ah, we are back. But it looks like we're going to have an extended half-term lockdown, mate. Two, three weeks, maybe. Mm. You know, try and flatten out the curve. Whatever yeah, that again. means. Again, yeah, I know, I know, but same for everyone, mate. So can't get too disappointed by it. But it's just, it's just never ending, isn't it? I mean, the good thing is sport is still on. That's massive, for and now. I think it will continue. I hope it will continue. Um, be interesting to see what happens now with the end of the Six Nations, which is coming up at the end of October, and also the Autumn Nations Cup. Yeah, um, but. Hope it all goes ahead, boy. Yeah, really so do I. I mean, I don't. I can handle being locked down as long as you know you've got a bit of sport to watch at the weekend, and mm. and you can get entertained and play a little bit of golf. But if everything shuts up shop, I might be walking into those woods and not coming back, boy. I fend for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live off the land. Yeah, flipping out. It's like I look. I think of that, and I think there's no one better equipped to deal with this than Ray Mears. Yeah. He's in his element now, isn't he? The only thing that annoys me about Ray Mears, I think he's brilliant. One of the original sort of Bushmen, um, yeah. if you like. 
he thinks everything tastes good. And you know it doesn't. You know it doesn't. Because we've seen I'm a Slib. You know, we've seen yeah. him eat testicles, witchy grubs. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Anything he puts in his mouth, whether it be from a, a Maasai tribe or he's just foraged it for himself, he's like, mmm, that's nice. I like that. Do you know, I went on that, I went to a restaurant on Sunday night as well. Like a, a friend of mine has a restaurant in Bath and they, and they had a big fire um, a while ago and it was actually horrendous. Like it gutted his whole restaurant and kitchen and stuff. Mm. Anyway, they, they did their, they're doing soft openings and reopening this week. It's called the Olive Tree and it is blooming lush. It's um, The food is like, it's unbelievable. Anyway, um, went there and I had uh, sweetbreads and then afterwards my friend said to me, you know they're bollocks, don't you? You know it's testicles. And I was like, yeah. And I got home and mentioned it. And I was like, no, they're not. They're glands. They're not yeah. testicles. And I thought they were testicles and I was okay with that. But they're not. They're glands. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I th- I th- have you had, ever had testicles? Very tasty. No, I thought I had on Sunday night. I thought In a restaurant, sorry. <laughs> we, yeah. Um, what do you call... Um, no, I'm not going to go there. Um, yeah, so I haven't. No, I thought I had, but I hadn't. But really nice. Anyway, Ray Mears would have liked them because they were tasty, but... Okay, I see your point for Ray Mears. I went to a, an ITV event that Ray Mears was at mm. last year or the year before. Talk to me, mate. Is he a big bloke? Is he small? You know, um, he's, he's probably five. He's quite big. Mm. Yeah. 5'11", yeah. you were going to say, weren't you? Same size as you? No, he's a bit shorter than me. He's probably about 6'2". Okay. Um, <laughs> he is, what would he be? 5'10", 5'11". Okay, yeah. Um, sort of slightly bigger than average build. Um. But he, you know, have you seen that video of the, is it a cougar stalking that guy? Oh my God, yeah. Mate, I don't, I don't know what Ray would have done there, but mate, might. It's like, might. it's like if you're in a jungle or um, in Africa somewhere and an elephant charges at you or a lion charges at you, you're not meant to run. You're meant to stay there and look big, mm-hmm. which is fine if I'm with you. Just like jump on your shoulders or something, couldn't I? But... I mean, you've got to have some balls, some bottle, just to stare one down, haven't you? And the cougar was going for him, wasn't it? And he Mate. just stayed there. Fair play to him, videoing. I don't think I'd have. I don't think I'd be videoing. No, I don't. Um, I'm glad he did, but holy schmo! Do you know what I'd be going? I'd be looking through my phone on the WhatsApp groups because you know sometimes you get a video, and you've got to turn it up to listen to what's going on, and then all of a sudden there's some really loud orgasmic noises. Yeah, because they scared the shit out of me. Um, I would have yeah. played one of them. Hopefully, that would scare the. Uh, yeah, they always cougar. get you. <laughs> Mate, it get, gets me in front of the kids, in front of people Mate. in a restaurant. It's got to the point now where the lads send me, like, basic, like the lads send me WhatsApp videos. I can't watch any of them until everyone's in bed, and by then there's forty-eight of them, so I don't watch any of them. Because mm. it's like you can't risk you can't risk watching anything in front of your kids now. No. Nope. You get those blimmin' noises. Yep. Um, Especially you know, Jim Hamilton, child. Did you know Ray Mears founded Woodlaw, a company that offers bushcraft-related courses and paraphernalia? Law with a W or O-R-E? L-O-R-E. Yeah, Woodlaw. Mm. Okay. No, I didn't know that, but yeah. well Googled. Yeah. Hey, I watched A Social Dilemma last night. Any good? Are you off your phone less? Yep. No, you're not. Well, I left my phone downstairs last night when I went to bed. Did you? Yeah. Why? Uh, Radiation. Just, no. Um, oh. Too late for that. Just more. Um, one line in it was like, "This guy, this guy's like, do you check your smartphone b- 
before you go for a wee in the morning or during your wee in the morning because they're the only two options. It's never after. I'm like, oh my God, he's right. And and I, I yeah, I absolutely, that's the first thing I do. And I'm like, oh, this morning, the first thing I did was reach my phone and it wasn't there. And I was like, mm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, I'll try and do it again tonight. So what happens? It, it's, it's really, really good. There's There's lots of, there's lots of contributors to it, but one guy—I never remember anyone's names—but a mm. uh, small guy with a beard. I mean, there's, these these people are super brains who are talking, but they're so articulate; they get their point across so well, and it's like, wow. Um, and my little daughter is—you know—she's ten, and so she's asking for Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And now, I told her a few things that it said on this show last night, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't want them anymore." I mean, that'll change by tea time. But yeah, I but mean, yeah, not good. Isn't it all? I've not I've not watched it yet. Um I've heard a lot about it. A lot of people have watched it, but I understand how it's quite easy to get addicted to social media, to you know, Twitter, any negative responses, you know, and if you is it to do with that? You know, is it to do with people's behaviours on there? It's how it pulls you in, basically. Okay. So they don't it don't it's not only sitting there waiting, like it has triggers and it has ways of pulling you in. And then once you're in, making sure you don't leave okay, um, for a long time. But it pulls you back. So yeah. it's a proper addiction. and it's. But isn't the part of pulling you back the responses you get from people on Instagram, on Twitter, because you want to see yeah, the but responses? No, because no, also these al- all, there are all these algorithms feed you exactly what you want and they get to know you. Okay. And they get to know you and effectively feed you exactly what you want so that you keep coming back and you need it. And it's, Okay you become addicted to it and also it's about what it's doing to it polarizing society and it's like i was thinking i was thinking today like where does this all end in america mm. like with trump just just lying like the whole time and saying things that simply are not true the whole time and it's being proven it doesn't it's not an opinion so he's just saying things that aren't true and people and people just accept it as the truth so what happens when we get to a point where no one knows what truth is because the whole notion of it has been dissolved because whatever I decide to say is true. And that doesn't make it true, but to the person who, to me, it's truth. And then the people that join with me and then they're fed certain information and the people that spread these lies and believe these lies are fed more of them so that they spend longer on Facebook. It's all about Facebook making money, but where does it end? And I was, I was thinking about the day and I thought it ends in civil war. And then this, this, on this program last night it was like how does it end they're like civil war and the breakdown of civilization modern civilization and you're like it sounds ridiculous it really isn't ridiculous because it's you know the people are being fed at a rate they've never been fed before information that absolutely fires them up one way or the other Mm. and you're setting you're just setting civilization against each other against itself and it's it's genuinely it's genuinely fascinating and these guys who are the guys who are talking the men and women who are talking on the show are largely the people who created these things and for example one guy who i, th- I might get this wrong is president what, are of they Pinterest. like mary shelley craig frankenstein or the frankenstein yeah. sorry no frankenstein is the creator frankenstein's the creator it's frankenstein's monster yeah so they, and this guy's like then right at the end i won't ruin it for you but they say okay you're in this world, you were president of Pinterest, you did this for Facebook, you developed, you literally created, you invented the like button on Facebook or whatever. Mm. And then it's like, right, how much screen time do you give your kids? And the answers are are amazing, mate. Is it more They're so amazing. for your kids? Because I don't think, 
I've got a particular issue with social media. I don't go on there loads. I go on there to find out news. I go on there to keep in contact with friends. Um, more so, I don't. I'm not a heavy poster. I'm not. I don't get offended by um, like lots of people. I don't mean you at all now. Lots of people like who are heavy Twitter and Instagram posters. You know. You know, they get one bit of negative feedback. You know, it affects them massively, and you know they're blocking yeah. people and and everything. But I'm not really, I'm not really into it like that. But but then, but then you're lucky because lots of people are. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's that's my point. Is that yeah, it's like cigarettes, isn't it? Like I don't smoke, but <laughs> they kill lots of people. Yeah. Um, is it is it responsible for like you looking at? When you go sort of Instagram and your stories, not your stories, but you, when you search stuff and it comes up with all, di- like my search feed will be like golf, loads of golf. Um, yeah, it's all that stuff. And there's like one guy says, I I don't use Google. I use Quant because Quant doesn't save all of your previous searches. It doesn't build a picture of you. You have it no search searches. history anyway, mate, so it's fine. I, I correct, correct, correct. Yes, correct, correct, correct. Correct, correct, correct. But it's like, it's, it's um, there's just, you got to watch it. It's really, really interesting. And... Okay. Yeah, not I will. Not com- not not comfortable viewing really. I mean, I'm going to bring things back now and you know, turn it a bit more jovial. Um, have you watched sure, American sure. Murder? Um, yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, mate. Wow. Oh. Do you know what was most unnerving about that is that Don't ruin it for people though. Don't ruin it for people. Is that um okay, watch it. Watch the it. twist. The twist is quick, isn't it? No, no. I mean, you you You've already ruined it for people now. No, there is a twist. twist. Yeah, well, of course wh- a twist. why do you have to say there's a twist then? Because people are going to think and write. Oh, something's not coming, something's coming. Yeah, so well, well done. Well, it's not just going to fizzle out, is it? Well done. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on Netflix. Ruined it. Um, okay, that's good. Watch that. Very unnerving. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, did you listen to the two podcasts I sent you? Um, Michael Anthony. One was on Roger Giggs and the other was on... Monty Panesar. Listen to them both. Did you enjoy? Yep, I did. Um, Very bright did. guy, Michael Anthony. If it, if that's oh him. my God, so bright. You like know, knew everything about religion. Um, intimidatingly bright. Knew everything about Manu, mostly because he's a Manu supporter. Um, but very good, very open as well when he's interviewing. He's, Roger Giggs is obviously all about Man United, about the golden era, about the Glaziers now. Um, about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doesn't hold back at all about firing to, to Ryan um, and nor does his brother hold back at all and then Monty Panesar is brilliant it's all about elitism in cricket <laughs> it's all about Sikhism if that's a word um, if I took you to the MCC right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he was great I thought Man- Monty Panesar was great Yeah, really good but Michael Anthony, wow! I mean, crikey, so bright, mm. so bright, you know, um, brilliant. I mean, very, very kind of abrasive is the wrong word, but a really punchy interviewer. But not, but just really enjoyable and just no, just no BS at all. I yes. thought he was great. Um, great, yeah. Now, flats, we've had a couple of emails come through and worthy of shout outs now and. This okay. one is from Neil Miller. Okay, he says, "Can you give a, a shout out to my wife Jolene? 
Um, she received a British Empire Medal in the Queen's Birthday Honours. She's been wow. on the news recently. She's turned from train driver to paramedic. She returned to the NHS um, during the pandemic, and they are all just really proud of her. Listen to the pod every week. Um, they like a little bit of rugby chat, but for the the barbecue chat and the general yeah. the general yeah. banter. So yeah. Jolene, um, massive, huge congratulations. Well done. Well um, done. I'm not going to do what any you, Jolene, Dolly Parton gags. Nothing. That's the first thing I thought of. What you're doing is amazing. And I just want you to know Neil is incredibly proud of you. And he wants, is. And, and wants so, to give you lots so of money. He, he said he wants to give you loads of money. Do you know what he should do? He should kneel down. He should kneel down before her. He's um he's basically he said if you say this um you know it might go a little way towards getting a Traeger. So, okay, yeah, you yeah. should definitely get one. Um, used one yesterday for chicken. Blooming lovely. Yeah. So easy. Um, um. Yeah. So there we are. We've got another one as well, and this is from Sarah Keeley, and she says she's pulling the parky card here. P-A-R-K-I, on behalf of her husband, Matt, who um, has a passion for rugby, a positive mindset, um, and he has Parkinson's disease, Yeah, um, diagnosed at age of 32, and enjoys listening to the podcast. Um, and he's, I mean, he's getting a couple of fashion tips off you because he's entertaining the idea of purchasing his first cardigan. Yeah, yeah, no, they're all right. Um, if you get trendy ones, they're right. Like, Ollie Barkley wears cardigans, mate. Mm. So, I'm sorry, if he can wear one, then the rest of us can wear them. Mm. He, you know, yeah. get get to grips with it. Get to grips with it. Wake what, up. Do you wear anything can't underneath the cardies, or is it just... No, God, no. <laughs> not, not an animal. I mean, we can't, you know... We can't all wear short sleeve, white short sleeve Lacoste shirts every day, Shanks, like everyone does in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> all right? Can't all wear Lunsdale, those Lunsdale Velcro white trainers, like everyone does in Wales, fella. Mackenzie full tracksuit. Yeah. Come on now. Um, but look, he hopes to get back to uh, raising funds for Cure Parkinson's Trust once um, we return to normal. Um, so Yeah. Good anyway. man. Well, there's your shout out. Good on you. Keep going. All the best, Matt. All the best. Yeah. Um, sorry we couldn't do it any funnier. Or um, Oh, should we do a funny one? Um, uh, nah, um, nah. 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 That's, that's nah. Nice he, yeah, he's, he's all right with that, isn't he? He's all right with that. Yeah, yeah, Better than Nout. Um, do you want to have a little, do you want to have a break um, and then talk about rugby union, Tommy? I need a cough. Okay, I'm going to have a cough. Three, two, one, go. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On you, fella. Right, hey, let's start, let's start with the... Um... You're on point. Let's start. Let's start with the Pro 14, boy. Go on. Okay. So soon to be the Pro 42. Yeah, I covered the Dragons Zebra on Friday night. Um, Dragons should have hammered them. Jamie Roberts won Man of the Match, the best decoy runner in Welsh rugby, and <laughs> to the point where I couldn't say it out loud. I couldn't do it. I couldn't give him man of the match, although he was. So I had to get Philippa Tatia, who was co-commentating with me, to say it. Yeah. I said, you've got you? to do it. I can't bear it. I cannot bear it. <laughs> 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 but he deserved it, to be fair. <laughs> I had a little chat with him before the game, and he was like, oh, you know, it's... I was sort of saying, you know, six months ago or eight months ago, you were in Cape Town at the Stormers. Now, look, you're in cold Wales back here. Rape age, right? Ripe age, should I what? say? <laughs> what? Ripe age. Rice. Ripe age. It's the A in age that got of, you, isn't it? Of thirty-three. Jamie Roberts is in no way sinister <laughs> in that respect. Um, it's the it's the A in age that got you. What I think happened though, mate, is that he saw Wayne Pivak in the stand just before he ran out. Thought, oh, I better have a good game. Turned yeah. it on. Turned this it on again. Nice. Zebra. Yeah. Um, Jordan yeah. Williams scored a couple of nice tries, um, looking really good at 15. Um, Nick Tompkins, quite quiet. Who was um, it? Tame Basham, pretty good at seven. You might hear a little bit more from him. Um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that name bandied about a bit, actually. Ross Moriarty, massive carry. I think the Dragons probably feel themselves a little bit hard done by that. I've got more people in or players in the Welsh squad. So Elliot I love D's Ross Moriarty, mate. Yeah, I love Ross he's Moriarty. obviously him. Um, but Greg Bateman is now over there. Yeah, good, he's good, fella. He's yeah. really good. Mate, he's a, really good. They had a close-up of him when he came on, and I was like, I, "You, that is so e- you can easily tell what position he is, is there? There's no getting away from the fact he's a prop. No, the no, he's a massive I'd, neck. I'd have hunched you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he is... Uh, yeah, he's, he's a good player. He's really, really good, and he can he can cover both sides of the scrum. He's scored a couple uh, of nice tries as well, hasn't he? You know, he scored a couple of tries 30 metres out, if I remember, for Leicester. Yeah. He's a really good athlete. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I think he's good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, a couple of people. Um, Elliot D not in. Adam Beard not in. That's an interesting one for me because, I mean, just 
being completely frank, I mean, all, all these guys are good players, so it's all versions of excellence, isn't it? But I've, yeah, I know he's a very big man and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I've watched, you know, watched all the tests, and I think I, I don't see him having a particular impact. And I think there are when you think, I think he's probably got to do a bit more now for me. Um, and I think when you look at, when you look at. Um, what top locks are offering now? I mean, gee, mm. Alan wins out there on his own, really, but because he just offers, kind of, he just smack, well, got, he's just yeah. whacking people for now and a half. But and you've got to remember, um, like, if you, if you want these players in, they're going to take the place of someone else. So you know, you've got yeah. Jake Ball, you've got Seb Davis, you've got Alan Wynne Jones, Will Rowlands. You know, it's it's a difficult one. The same with with Elliot D. You know, because Sam Parry is coming now, and it's a try machine. Ospreys, yeah, plays hooker. And but it, you look, at, yeah, yeah. You look at Will Rowlands and he's played a lot of games for Wasps and the last couple of seasons he's he has really evolved. Like you watch we all we all watch Courtney Laws evolve in terms of his carrying and some players don't need to evolve. Mm. Alan Wynn doesn't need to evolve, he just needs to basically turn Stay up fit. and be himself. <laughs> yeah. But you've you know, but Will Rowlands has really, really evolved. Like he is he was mm. always a very big man, but what he really was was kind of useful, fit good tackle counts, low error count, that's kind of it. And now he's becoming a more destructive player and he's playing his size a little bit more. And I think his inclusion is, you know, well, is warranted. And I think over over Adam Beard, I would agree with that. I think the, from the games I've watched, I feel like Ashton Hewitt must have been close. I know there's a lot of hype around him because he's exciting to watch, but I think well, he must have been close. The thing that I'd point out on the weekend is that, right, he's good. And he has some real good instances in games. But you're talking five or six instances in a game, mate. Now, if you're a winger, you've got to have treble that, quadruple that. You cannot have that amount of instances where you, you touch the ball or make a tackle in a game. It's got to be more. And if you compare that to Josh Adams, who is heavily involved in every single game that he plays, you know, well, you can't compare them, basically. That's that much difference. Now, a lot of it, I think, is is down to the way the Dragons play. You know they're they're a little bit scared of playing. They don't want to overplay. They don't want to play too much. And um, Sam Davis ends up kicking the ball a lot. Um, and uh, and uh, on the other side though, it's if the ball's not coming away, you've got to go hunting for it. You know you've got to try and create space for yourself. You've got to run off yeah. line. You've got to do instinctive stuff. You can't just stay on your wing anymore. And your wing, on if you're a winger. Now he is good and we've seen that in some of the breaks and the tries that he's made. You know he's really good in the air at the weekend. But you just got to be involved more. Um, right, so yeah. it's, it's it's a bit of both. I mean, Jonah Holmes has got in partly because, or mostly because he covers fifteen as well. Yeah. But but then you look at Lewis Rezamit flying at the moment has to be in. Yeah. Um, George North still credit in the bank, and we know how good he is. You know Lee Halfpenny. You know it's who's it? Liam Williams. Who'd you leave out? Yeah, that's the question. Um, yeah. The, the good thing for me as well is that. And there's going to be injuries as well, so there's a chance he'll come in, and he's on form. So, you know, I don't think if there is a back three injury, I think he would be in. Um, but the good thing for me about this Welsh squad is picked on form, and that's not often the case because a lot of players are picked for reputation. Um, yeah. But the squad has been picked with form. You've got Johan Lloyd from Bristol, he's in. You've got Sheedy in. You've got yeah. Johnny Williams from the, the Scarlets, he's in. Kieran Hardy. So plenty of players which are playing well. Leon Brown, um, Samson Lee found form again. He's in. Josh McLeod, quality back rower from the Scarlets. Been playing well for the last couple of years. Put on a bit of bulk. 
really powerful. A lot like Josh Navidi, really. Right, yeah. So it's really exciting. And also, there's there's not much pressure um, through this Autumn Champions Cup, really, or Nations Cup, because the seeding's already been done. That was done in 2020. You know, Wales was seeded fourth, so for the next World Cup. Um, so it's a real good chance, I think, just to look for new players that are going to fill the big holes left by Alan Wynne jones eventually, by Jonathan Davis eventually. You know, it's it's about giving a little bit of experience now. So when your big players that probably got two, maybe three years left, maybe one year left, you know, when they leave eventually and hang up their boots, you've got players coming in that have got 12, 15 caps rather than just putting yeah. brand new cappers in there, you know, where it can be a bit daunting. So real good chance, I think, just to, to work on combinations, you know, be great to see Nick Tompkins and Jonathan Davis. Does that work? Yeah. You know, it's who's going to play 12, like who's going to play 13? Yeah, it's a bit like the England squad. I mean, I kind of finishing off the Six Nations is one thing, but I I sort of, and I, you know, the Saris guys are some of the guys I like watching the most. Like, I, Jamie George is someone whose game I appreciate hugely. And obviously, Marrow is a World 15 player in, in my book and most other people's books as well. He'd be one of your top two locks in the world. But... You know, I love watching these guys, but we kind of know a lot about what they can do. And there are some mm. guys there you can't leave out. Like I just think you, you almost you. There's, there's no one you can't leave out, but you almost can't leave out Maratoji because he is just so good and has such an impact on the team. But then yeah. I think there are people who are very close at fly half. There are people very close at hooker. You know, um, and I think to myself, I would quite like to see. Um, I'd quite like to see something experimental happen this autumn. And if if for nothing else, I mean, for Eddie Jones, you'd call it sightseeing and learning combination. But for the punters, because uh, we're all at home, no one's at the stadium, you know. Yeah. We're all, no one's watching live. For the punters, it's just fun. And it's that's not their it's not their job to make it fun. But I would like to see it because it would be fun. You know, I would love to see Marcus Smith play 10 for England and mm. Joe Simmons. I, I'd quite like them to start two games each this autumn. Mm. I'd yeah. quite like that. Um, so it's very unlikely, um, but you know, I'd, I would, it, I think it would be great to watch. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting that this, the teams they pick at this point, um, it's like, there's never no pressure, but I think when you've got to a world cup final and you might well win the six nations, if you beat Italy, depending on what goes on elsewhere, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot pressure on it, a lot less pressure on England than there is on Wales because they've got a brand new management team and there's always pressure on them to start well and and all that. So I I hope I hope they're experimental, but I expect they probably won't be. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, the, just quickly, the Dragons um, end up with a bonus point win over Zebra, which they should have done. I mean, a bit of pressure on them now. They've got to start performing. You know, they've got the team really that they want. You know, they've, yeah. they've recruited a ten which they lacked. Um, you know, last year, um, Sam Davis came in, um, Nick Tompkins, Jamie Roberts, you know, so they need to start performing now. And it was it was okay. It was okay. You know, they should have killed Zebra off a lot earlier. They should have put 50 on him. Um, covered the Cardiff-Connaught game, and that was uh, a tough game because Connaught were really good last week against Glasgow. And, you know, you've got Bundy Aki at 12. You've got, well, you play 13, actually. You've got a, a guy called Sam Arnold, Sammy Arnold, Big, abrasive. He played 12 uh, for Connaught. Yeah. Really good. Really big carrier. You'd like him if you see him. Yeah. Um, but the Blues won 29-7. Very good performance. Very um, nice. Jared Evans was good at 10. Um, 
really like a bit like George Ford takes it really flat. Um, never gives the ball sort of it's not on. You know, he, he'll always t- tuck it. He'll always have a crack. You know, you don't see yeah. him giving hospital passes when you take it like flat. Um, he takes it himself and really challenges the line. Um, Ray Lilo was good. Set up a try for Hallam Amos, I think it was. But um, Josh Adams, I just watch him, mate, and he is the Lions winger for me at the moment. Do you think? Yeah. And we've spoke about it so many times about how he's intelligent. Um, you know, he's coming off his wing, blind so wing, off set piece, and he's throwing a 20-yard pass. Yeah. You know, and hitting his winger, and it's perfect. He's great in the air. He's aggressive when he runs. He's aggressive defensively. Offloading game, you know, he can kick. He's just... Yeah. He's a modern-day winger. You know, wingers can't just finish... Somewhat wingers, obviously... Just stay on the wing, finish off tries, counter attack. But he's way more than that. You know, he's got the skill set. I think to play fifteen, to play thirteen, to play twelve. I play him on the wing, but I'm just trying to highlight um, how skillful he is. What an all rounder he is. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah. so he's he's your he's your Lions winger at the moment. Yeah, he is. Um, um, I like the way Corey is your fullback. Yeah. I don't know who's on the other. We're not going to pick a Lions team yet. We're I know. We're just going through Pro 14. So I know. So there, there were the two games covered. Um, Glasgow beat Scarlets. I heard Scarlets were pretty poor. Not seen that. And um, Ospreys lost to Ulster, which is, which I thought, you know, was going to be the case after last week about beating Edinburgh. You just, you know, Ospreys dug themselves out of that little hole last year where they only won two games. Um, started off big against Edinburgh away and the biggest thing is backing it up isn't it with another result and well beaten by Ulster in the Liberty Stadium so yep, there you are there we are anyway boy hit me with I'll let, I'll let you in a minute the semis um, well two two good games um, mm. I didn't expect either of them to be as one-sided as they were did you um, think away wins for both um semis no i didn't i thought i, I don't think anyone would put any money against chiefs at the moment which um, which game we're going to talk about first we'll do the wasp game wasps bristol because it because mm. they played it first um i i thought it'd be a lot closer mm-hmm. i thought bristol would uh when you say put up more of a fight i i don't mean that because it's not i didn't try but mm. i think they were they were really outgunned and it, and it surprised me um a little bit actually. I thought the Wasp pack really fronted up. Thought Kieran Brooks was excellent. That makes a big difference. It's just that Wasp back row. Jimmy Gopeth is mega. Josh Bassett massively underrated. Zach Kibarigi very highly rated and rightly. But mm. for me, it's Dan Robson is razor sharp. Yep. Jack Willis is the best player in the Gallagher Premiership by miles. He's my moment. Lion Six mate already. He is. He is really quite something. And that back row just works so nicely. Thomas Young is. Yep. He is, I mean, class. He's an international class player. And it, what it means is that Brad Shields, I mean, he's split opinion a bit since he came to England. Mm. I think what he's what he's probably best at is being sort of a, the next generation James Haskell, which is big and strong, durable, and a high work rate. Like, just a good, solid work rate player. That's not a... Spance. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Although Hask banter is very, very high class. Um, but... I think, yeah, I think he, he's it's useful because he can just basically do a lot of work. Um, mm. And there's 
there's you know no dishonour in that. It's bloody useful. So I think that back row is so dominant. Dan Will Robson really well. should be number one starter for England, you think, or got to yeah. wait a little bit longer till Ben Youngs gets 100 caps. Well, uh, yeah, I've been saying that for ages, mate. Like mm. Dan Robson and Ben Spencer are really the the form guys. Well, Richard Wigglesworth been on great form for about 25 years. Um, they're really the form guys. Uh, Alex Mitchell at Saints is, they've had a horrible season, but he is a really exciting player. He's really, really good and difficult to play against, I think. So I expect Ben Youngs to continue just because that's what Eddie's done recently. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, hard, it's hard for anybody at Leicester to argue their case because they've all played a good number of games now and it's gone, hasn't gone well for them and they haven't played well. And He's got great that, vision that, though, Robson, and, and obviously pace, you know, the, the chip in uh, for the Fekitoa try. Um, and to lose Fekatoa early yeah. on as well. Um, He's been such a key defender for them. Huge, like yeah. proper aggressive hits. Um, yeah. Makes tackles, but makes aggressive tackles as well. So he hits people right over the gain line. So you lose momentum. You have to reset. You have to run backwards to reset. Forwards have to run backwards to get to rucks. You know, it, it's, um, it's a momentum shifter massively. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to stop him really either, would you, with quads like that quadzilla no mm. tar mm. yeah it's um it's a uh, people always say oh your man your man as the as the joke i remember playing when it was like that wasn't the call it was actually like from the inside you just call no if you're not going to get there to yeah. cover the inside shoulder yeah and you just as soon as someone gets the ball just shout no mm. no so someone else got to do it but he, he's hard work and hopefully he's fit for the final next week uh so was just was looked great yeah uh, Bristol looked blown out to be honest they looked knackered yeah. not quite at it Max Malins will look really good again um, he is a fabulous player but they did they looked oddly toothless and they haven't looked like that for a long time what I think maybe think they were the, knackered yeah what do you think of the try from Robson um, I can't remember who's refing now but he was penalty was given a lot of the Bristol boys yeah. were like what's going on What's that for? It's sort of looking confused. The ref was trying to explain and Robson taps and goes. Well, the thing is, it's not against the laws. So nope. the try the try stands. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a bit of a bad look. And if you are the ref, it, it's, it's really tough. So I think what players now like expect and therefore demand explanations for bloody everything. Whereas yeah. 20, 30 years ago, no explanations, turn and walk or get yeah. pinged. So people demand explanations now. So... And the level of communication from refs has gone up a hundredfold in the last 20 years. So refs feel the need to explain every, every decision as soon as they give it. Maybe that close to the line, they should just give the penalty and wait a second. Maybe there's a learning there and just wait to see if somebody wants to go quickly. Um, well, yeah, it, it's... I mean, If you disallow it, you're disallowing a legal try. So yeah. I think it's... You I think if you want to if you want to explain it, you have to... Blow, you, you hear him blow the whistle a couple of times, don't you, to cut off play but you know if that was 40 meters out you know it'd, it'd be play on wouldn't it you know he wouldn't he wouldn't call him back you know you you want to promote speed of the game you want to promote quick taps because we hardly see any anymore really do we you know it's mm. um i was i was fine with it i just thought that bristol you know a penalty's given the first thing you're meant to do that closer line you've got to be switched on you've got to get back in position um Massive learning curve for them. They just, I just think they just switched off completely and um, felt they were hard done by. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. You feel they're hard done by and loads of penalties, especially when you're on the wrong side. Now you know you make a tackle, you're on the wrong side, you can't get out no matter what. 
it's really harsh, but it is a penalty. It's just the way the game is being ref now. Um, get back in position. That there was probably one. I think I saw one or two Bristol players get back. The rest didn't. So I was quite happy for it to to be given personally. Um, and I think a lot of teams will learn from that now as well. You won't you won't see them sort of trying to appeal every decision. They'll get back first, and then maybe yeah. appeal it. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Um, but the the final. I mean, Wasser got their work cut out because Chiefs yeah. were just just another another level. Like it, it's a bit like the Toulouse game where Toulouse came out. They flew out the blocks in that first twenty mm. in the European semi, and you're like, oh my god. I was thinking, oh my god, they are making Exeter look pedestrian. Chiefs just soaked it up, soaked it up, soaked it up, wore them down, and took them apart. And they look so comfortable. In, mm. They look so comfortable working that hard. Um, Alec Hepburn at the weekend, I was like, oh my God, the work he puts in. Ollie Woodburn, the work, mm. like just the output of these players. I think Alec Hepburn's on another level. Like, it's not just it's not just work, you know, as in ball in hand. It's work chasing back. It's work covering. Yeah. it's all the unseen stuff as well. Yeah, it's it's just it's piling into counter-rucking a bit, not mm. necessarily to nick the ball, just to make the opposition work and saying, you're not going to get five seconds off. I'm not giving you five seconds off. And they were... So you, Bath started the game really well. They And, you know, Bath have got lots and lots of top players. And Beno Urbano was outstanding at the weekend again. Yeah, uh, he, co- he contributes so much over the course of a game. Um, but I did wonder, because Bath, have, the, the victories they've got have largely been effectively sort of bullying other forward packs and profiting off the back of it with points and territory and yep. pressure through the but and I thought they're not gonna it's unlikely they're gonna do that to Chiefs because their Chiefs have got such a good pack. David Ewers, Jackson Mullen, Sam Simmons, tough players yeah, like, bully, like, aren't they? Yeah, Harry Williams, yeah. Luke Cowan Dickey and Alec Hepburn, Johnny Hill, Johnny Gray, like yeah. Johnny Hill for me is is the standout lock at Chiefs by a stretch. He I think he's a fantastic player. But you know, he gets a yellow card and then um which everyone's gone mad about. I mean people love people just want everything to be red cards now and I just I I can't disagree more with that. I think if it's not absolutely clear, don't give the red. So I agree with the officials. I think the yellow card is correct. Well, and totally Falatel, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, and it's gone to well, not appeal. It's gone to a it's gone to a hearing or a sighting or whatever it is. And it hasn't gone to a sighting because people have looked at it again and agreed with the court what again. About, but what about it? There's always going to be sort of head-on-head collisions when someone's jackling, right? Because that that's just you know how how you're meant to remove someone. You've got to try and get underneath them, and there will be contact. But what about though when he tucks his arm? See, that was the thing that did it for me a little. Like, it wasn't well, that's so what he's got. He's he's got the yellow card for the shoulder charge. Yeah. So luckily, they couldn't be conclusive about him whacking him in the head or the upper back. So they've basically can't go to red, but they've given him the yellow for the shoulder charge, which is right. You can't yep. do that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So yeah, we're in. I, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's the right call. And Johnny Hill, I was he was sensational when he was on the field. I'm mean, bloody hell, what a player! And um, also just thought, just on that flat, it's like if Luke Pearce and um, Wayne Barnes can't get it right, who are some of the best officials in the world, then you know, yeah, you, you've uh, some uh, sometimes no matter what you think your opinion is, sometimes you've got to go with the experts and and yeah. just have to take the fact that the experts are right. And uh, yeah, I, that's what I think. I think it's the right call. So, the but what what Bath have is a, a big, strong forward pack. Um, I think they were hoping that Cowan Dickey's throwing wouldn't be accurate, and they'd be able to pressure the line out. Didn't happen. Chiefs mm-hmm. line out was very good. Um, 
the scrum work was obviously good. And, and I think that in the end, Bath, again, as a lot of teams do against Chiefs, you go into, you know, you get past 55 minutes, 50, 55 minutes, they look knackered. And Bath have looked in great shape. They are in great shape. But it's really hard playing against a team like that who are almost unplayable and yeah. because they are everywhere. And I think if you... I said in the highlights, but I think the highlights didn't go out properly on Channel 5. I haven't watched it yet Got it because they, they, they cocked up the broad, it was a technical issue. So I'm probably not repeating myself. I don't know. But um, it's... It, I hate the phrase journey, but Chiefs are significantly further down the track than Bath. And I think Neil Hatley's return to bar signals the start of a new era and it's been very very different since he arrived back that's no coincidence but Chiefs have what Sarri's ha- uh, Chiefs have what Bath have up front they have that yeah they have a pack and a half almost two packs of really good forwards who can do the job but they have layer and layer on top of that so their breakdown work appears superior their disruption work appears superior ball retention and their attack so I think if if you compare the seasons that Jonathan Joseph and Henry Slade have had, I mean, Jonathan Joseph is a 50 cap 13. Henry Slade isn't, but he's current and he's he's wonderful and he's brilliant. But there isn't a huge amount between them in terms of talents. I think if you put Jonathan Joseph in the Chiefs team, he would look better than yeah. he does in the Bath team. It's like, it's like saying so, Ashton yeah. Hewitt, you put Ashton Hewitt into the Exeter team, you know, he's going to get more ball, yeah. he's going to look better. Um, it's just the, yeah. st- the style they play seems to suit I mean it wouldn't suit everyone um, but if you want to play expansive wide um, high tempo rugby then go to Exeter get a contract there if you can yeah they just they were just all over it and everyone talks about their efficiency in the 22 I think at one point it was three visits 21 points what about bars or three drives opportunities well, yeah, Will Stewart running into Sam Underhill. I mean, these mm. these are, with Johnny Hill in the bin, these are key moments. But it, it's funny because I think you're being, I'm just honestly, I think you're clutching at straws if you think that would have changed everything. I think, I because I've, you know, watched Exeter every week for the last five years and that, that I think there's a very good chance, we don't know, that that would have changed nothing at yeah. all. And I, Chiefs, for me, just, I, I gave Bath a much better chance Um than sort of what was delivered in the end. I thought they would potentially push them close. I thought they were the team best place to take them on because of the forward power they've got. And some of their forwards really fronted up. You know, like mm. Faletau had a good game. Again, Abano had a good game. Tom Dunn's everywhere. And you think, I thought um, Josh McNally was excellent in the second row, but you, you just think, well, they were just, it was it was an impossible task. They're, it's as close to an impossible task as you can get in a game of rugby union. Like Chiefs are so good um, that if they don't win the final, I think it will be a colossal upset in premiership terms. Yeah. Okay, so that's in a couple of weeks. But first off, we've got the Champions Cup final. Um, yeah. If you had to choose now between Exeter or Racing, who are you going with? I'd just go Chiefs. Um, I'm going Racing, mate. Yeah, I think Racing have got a lot of power. A huge amount of razzle dazzle. I just think R- Racing need to pull everything out of the bag. Mm, I think I think Exeter do. Well, I think Racing need to pull all their tricks out of the bag to win because Exeter will deliver. That's how I feel. Could be wrong, but mm. 
they they because they will definitely deliver something like their A game. Whereas Racing need to pull everything. And if they if they do pull everything out, I mean, Christ, any team with those players in it, with Finn Russell in it, and Vakatawa and that's Simon Zebo, yeah. Simon Zebo, they could beat they could beat the All Blacks. You know, they could beat anybody. If I they think it's not so much up right. front that Exeter will struggle. I just I'm not sure whether they can cope with um, Imoff, Russell, Vakatawa. Teddy Tom out. You know, that's. I think they look. Um, Rassin are, are stronger behind. Um, I think up, up front, very similar. And I just think that just gives them a little bit of an edge. But saying that, it's, it's a very difficult one to call. But saying that, you know, Sam Simmons playing really well, um, as is his brother. So. Um, but I just feel. I just feel that um, there's a little edge. With um, Rassin. That's good. That's good. We're going for different teams. This mm. is good fun. Um, okay, so uh, Toulon, Bristol. I, I'd love Bristol to get their energy back and fire into it. They're a better team than Toulon, um, but the Toulon pack is big and heavy and mm. reasonably effective. And, you know, Bristol's pack didn't look amazing in the semi final against Wasps. And I just wonder if that might be their undoing. But I, th- I still think Bristol are a better team, so they win it. Yeah. What do you I'm, reckon? I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think after last week's disappointment as well, you don't off, you won't see a team like Bristol have two major disappointments like that. I think they're just too good. Yeah. I think the quality's um far superior. Um I meant to say Joe Simmons, not Sam Simmons. Easy mistake. Um, yeah, same thing. No, same thing. I heard, I listened to it on the radio because I was travelling to Rodney Parade or Dave Parade, some people call it. Um and they were just Paul Grayson was uh, waxing lyrical about Joe Simmons, and rightly so. Because He's a lovely player. Yeah, he is a lovely player. Um, lovely now, player. you borrowed my um, Sky username and password yeah. for yeah. the Blenslow Cup. Um, I'll be honest with you, Flatters, I didn't even know it was on until you texted me. <laughs> I missed it in the morning because it was on really early, so I watched it at 10 o'clock. I tried to watch yeah. it. What a game. Oh, what a game. Rico, Ioni. Ioni, sorry. Ioni, I don't know. I know. Don't worry. Um, I'll help you. I'm terrible with names. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean... I know. Shocker. I, I wouldn't say it was a showboating sort of time. It wasn't like a uh, Chris Ashton, the Ash Splash, or the Leguizamon. Is it Leguizamon? Yeah, Leguizamon. Um, for London oh, Irish but, oh but mate and I've seen him score so many tries like that that's just sort of the way he dies but conditions were slippy and that has just come straight out unbelievable oh it's horrible magic going at half time sat down sorry boys sorry boys sorry boys sorry you'd be boys. looking around you'd be looking around for for a bit of encouragement from people wouldn't they? wouldn't you looking around for someone yeah, to say lads, lads a little wink or something I bet no one looked at him <laughs> oh terror and how quick was he when he got that ball oh my god he's so fast oh, uh, that was a terrible moment horrible moment for him for a great player yeah um but geez what a game what was, I, I, I think, think that was from um Fienga. he went to throw the ball inside but it wasn't on so he yeah. went for the dummy and then dropped it and then the interlink in play with like sam kane and the rest of the team was brilliant to watch yeah like how they just keep the ball alive yeah um but finished 16 all didn't it what a penalty attempt by reese hodge 
He could have been I in know. his 22. That was massive. Absolutely massive. And I, But why did no one go for drop goals? It's mm. so weird. High it's risk. so weird. High risk, and it's a skill you don't really practice too much anymore. Like the art of, of drop kicking sort of ended with Johnny Clive Wilkinson. Woodward, mate. Yanni Clive Beer. Woodward had the boys had the boys practicing non-stop cross you know and they used it loads that's why you think it died with Johnny it's he also, practiced it loads it's also you know when you it's all or nothing basically isn't it it's the pressure's on you you know so George like, Ford knocks a few over it's really high pr- yeah but okay but yeah. in this situation at the end of a game draw and all it's, it is really high risk you know you miss that you shank it that's it you're the villain you get it you're the hero so there is a lot of pressure on it and it's setting yourself up for, you know, the the right opportunity. You think of Johnny Sexton's drop goal against France. It was last year, year before. Um, massive, but that was like on the 40 metre line. So, you know, that's not on the 22. You know, that's like, that's a shot at nothing, basically. He gets it and nails it. But if he misses it, people will be like, oh, well, it was on the 40 metre line. But, you know, when, you, when you're fairly close to the sticks, you know, there's a, 90% chance you should get it. Um, but yeah, I agree, mate. Drop kick sort of ended now, isn't it? It's a dying breed. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. I thought James O'Connor looked better than I thought he was going to look. I was like, God, you're picking him at 10 against yeah, New Zealand. But he's been he playing good. well. Yeah. Great handoff by Aaron Smith on Nick White. Uh, oh, try. yeah, I know. Really Killer. strong. Nick White should have got to him as well, but proper, He played really well, Nick White. Yeah, proper that fend nice. that was. From a yeah. fairly small bloke as well. Yeah. Um, love Damien McKenzie at 15. I, r- I just love he watching him made a few play. mistakes though, boy. Yeah, I know, but I just, he's a quality player. You can play him 10. He plays a bit at the Chiefs for 10. He's not been playing, well, the Chiefs haven't been doing well, have they? Um, under Warren Gatlin, but he makes mistakes, but he is quality. I love watching him. And Geordie Barrett, phenomenal as well. Do you see... Um uh, is it Hoskins Hoskins Tutu mm. right at the end he throws that basketball pass on his own yeah. five metres from his own line like mate talk about chill on your first cap I read a couple <laughs> of articles after the game and uh, a lot were saying that Australia are pretty hard done by because one of the um, is it um, I'm gonna, is it Vai 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 yeah Tupi Vai he comes in from the side he did, yeah, yeah. I mean, flat out penalty, but I mean, it's it's one of those things. Uh, Marshy called it in comms as well, and mm. it's one of those things. If you go back ten minutes, you'll find another one. Like you, the the breakdown is always going to have vagaries in it, no matter. Yeah, how. but it's 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 highlighted due to the the timing on the clock and the context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's always going to be that. You know, if that's if that's yeah. at the start of the game, no one no one speaks about it at all. But if that's yep. eighty minutes with sixteen all. Yeah, you're going to get, if you miss it, you're going to yeah. get hammered. Well, the last five minutes are toughest for the refs, aren't they? Full yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a hell of a game. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to next week's now. Yeah, we've got another one, haven't we? Yeah. Can I borrow your username and password again? Yeah. Don't share it though, all right? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you have to deregister a computer or an, uh, a tablet for you to watch it, or has it just come up? No, it just came up. Right. I've, I've used. It turns out I've used yours before, so I just put my laptop, put SkyGuard on my laptop, and it was straight in. I'm still on. I'm still on it now. I'm watching 24/7 on your account. Yeah. Good boy. Getting rid of your minutes. All right. Well, there we are. All right. Covered a hey, lot keep of going, boy. Um, keep going. Good luck yeah. with lockdown. Hopefully, I don't. We're not 
joining you anytime soon, but we'll see. All right, fella. All right. Well done, guys. Yeah. Nice one. Bye. Sarah. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.